Hello, and welcome to the M is the Biggest Loser podcast. Today is Thursday, May 23rd. We are Friday, even it up. It is almost the weekend, and it is a three-day weekend, Memorial Day, so I am looking forward to that. I actually am running a 5K on Monday. It's called the Johnny's Run, and it is a memorial for a local guy who served in Iraq, and he did return home safely, but unfortunately was killed in a motorcycle accident, and his family uh, picks a charity every year and does this 5K on Memorial Day to honor his memory, so... I am looking forward to it. I know a couple people running it, and more importantly, my sister-in-law is doing it with me, so I know it's going to be fun, even if it is 8 in the morning. Uh, It should be a good time. So that is coming up. It is almost the weekend. I've had a pretty good week. I met my 50 miles in May challenge, so I'm officially over 51 miles. I did um, take it easy last night. I did a little step program on YouTube. I didn't actually go out and get any mileage in. And then today I took a rest day. So I hit my challenge goal. I'm slowing it down a little as the month ends and working on keeping my ankle comfortable. I haven't really talked about that yet. I think it's an overuse thing. Um, My sweet friend Amy, Gem of the Gym, told me that it's probably a stride issue So now I'm trying to focus on my stride, which makes me feel like, you know, in Bambi, when Bambi first stands up and is like falling all over the place, um, that's me or is it on ice? Maybe I don't really remember my movies that well, but either way, my, my, uh, paying attention to my stride makes me look like a baby giraffe that just stood up or a deer. Um, I'm really mixing up my analogies here, but I'm going to leave it because that's who I am. I ramble and I make no sense, Um, which doesn't sound as cool as I drink and I know things. So that is what is going on. Today's podcast, I wanted to talk about um, a little list I made on my phone yesterday. I love the notepad app. I use it for everything, including my... uh, list of hashtags that I use on my Instagram posts, copy paste. I learned that on an episode of Daryl's podcast that him and Gary were talking about. So I do that now. I put my grocery lists in the notes app. I put phone numbers down. I, you know, it's just, I use it for everything. So yesterday I was making a little gratitude list, which I do a lot lately. Um, but usually it's just like for my day or my week or my weekend. I try to write down some things that I'm grateful for. This time I wanted to write down some things that have happened to me in my life that are easier or better since I've started my weight loss journey. And I just wanted to go down the list with you guys because if you're thinking about starting a weight loss journey or if you're in the beginning of your journey, some of these things that may seem insignificant or small are really big to us and you might find some motivation from them. Or if you're already in your maintenance mode or, you know, far along in your journey, you might be just nodding along with me. So I wanted to share these things with you because they're important to me. Some of them are pretty personal to me. So here goes. Um, Number one for me, which is really exciting, is buying clothes at non-plus size stores. I am still in plus size clothing, but I was to a point in my size 32 jeans and five and six X tops that I couldn't shop at JCPenney. I couldn't shop at Walmart. I mean, all the jokes about Walmart and the people of Walmart, um, and I couldn't even fit in their biggest sizes. 
I was shopping at specialty extended size plus size clothing stores and it's very expensive. So for me to be able to walk into Kohl's when they're having a sale and buy a pair of jeans is a really, really big deal. Um, my second bullet point here, I have tying my shoes and putting on socks. Um, that used to wind me. Now I you know, can stand one-footed and put my sock and shoe on, whereas I used to have to sit. Um, bending over was difficult because just the mass of my stomach being in the way and then the pressure on my lungs, it would be hard to breathe. I would bust out in a sweat putting my socks on, which is insane. Um, so being able to bend over and tie my shoes or to lift my leg up and tie it while I balance on one leg, I mean... These things may seem insignificant, but they make a big deal in my life. Um, a really big one for me that happened this week is that I comfortably used the small stall in a public restroom. I always instinctively go to the handicapped stall, and in a way, that was fair. My obesity was a handicap, and I did require that size of that stall, and now I can be rushing into a public restroom and see that only the small stall is open and not have fear and know that I'm going to be okay. And that is such a huge relief. Um, another thing that's sort of along the line with that is just chairs. I, all my next few bullet points are about chairs. Uh, being able to sit in a chair and not worry that I'm going to break it. I was at a um, cookout years ago and I sat in one of those flimsy white plastic chairs and I broke it and I fell and I popped back up and I was like, I didn't even spill my beer, you know, made a joke and kept going on. But I was mortified and I was embarrassed and it's been six years and I'm still thinking about it. So knowing that I can go to someone's barbecue, sit down in a chair and not worry that it's going to break is so wonderful. Um, waiting rooms, you know, at my therapist's office or at the doctor's office. I used to always look for either their like, you know, like a love seat type chair, you know, it'd be two chairs or I would stand or I would look for one that didn't have arms because a lot of times my hips did not fit in waiting room chairs. I remember at Jack's first IEP meeting at the preschool, um, they took us into the preschool room and it's just those little tables and chairs. And I 100% could not tell you a thing that we talked about in one of the most important meetings of my son's early education. I couldn't think because all I could think about was that I was going to break that chair. I was so stressed and I was so uncomfortable um, and I just could not focus. And I went to his IEP meeting last month and I popped down in that little chair and I didn't feel uncomfortable. My knees weren't pushing like a giant stomach into my diaphragm. I just was able to sit there. Um, concerts, I can't sit in the seat and it causes me extreme anxiety because the sides are very tight and I didn't fit. Um, my husband and I bought really expensive ticket seats to see Dead and Company a few years ago in the amphitheater instead of on the lawn because we wanted to be close and I had to we had to get up and go sit in the lawn because I couldn't fit in the chair and I was so embarrassed and I kept apologizing to him and he didn't care you know he was like it's cool it's it's more fun in the lawn and he's right but it didn't matter it was just the principle and it was very emotional and sad for me um so a lot of different chairs have involved been involved including um my jeep my jeep i got without ever test driving it by the way don't do that 
Um, but I had to because I was in labor and my car broke. So my husband and I picked out a car online. He ran up and test drove it, thought it was great and bought it. Well, I went to get in it. It's a Jeep Compass and the seatbelt is like digging into my hip. I'm so uncomfortable. My stomach is touching the steering wheel and I was like, holy crap, this SUV is tiny. So um, now my stomach is very far away. I can wear my seatbelt with ease. I am one safe mother and very excited about that. Um, going to the doctors and putting on a hospital gown is no longer stressful for me or scary or um, full mooning for anybody who might walk by. Uh, going to the hospital with my daughter, I was able to sleep in the bed with her. I was able to hold her. Um, when she needed held and bounced and was crying all night, I was able to help. I was able to stay awake and not be miserable holding her all night while she was upset in the hospital. Um, bending over to clean the tub. I'm able to bend over and scrub the tub. I'm able to bend over and give my kids a bath in the bathtub. I, um, bend down and pick things up when I drop them. And I, you know, I scrub the bath, the, the kitchen floor and I do all of this without losing my energy. And I'm able to like actually take care of my home now. Um, getting my kids in and out of their car seats used to be a huge struggle for me and embarrassing. Um, Jack is heavy, so that is still sometimes a struggle, but just putting my kids in and out of their car seats used to take all of my energy away. Um, this one is sad, but true, is that I'm not embarrassed to eat in public. When I was morbidly obese, which actually I still am according to my BMI, but at 400 pounds, if we stopped to grab food, I would feel embarrassed. And um, there were times when I would pretend the food was for someone else, even in like a drive through just because I was embarrassed and I didn't want people to think that that fat girl was fat because she ate two McDoubles. But I mean, that was the truth, but I didn't want people to know that. So I am confident to eat in public. I am confident that if I'm eating a cheeseburger and someone looks over at me in my car and is like that fat ass is eating a cheeseburger, A, I don't care. And B, I know it's going to fit within my freaking macros and calories and that I am still going to rock it and that I look amazing. So um, not being embarrassed eating in front of people is a really big deal. I am wearing shorts and tank tops. I am not going to sweat this summer in jeans. I don't care if my flabby inner thigh offends you. I am going to wear shorts because I have lost 103 pounds and I deserve to wear shorts. And you know what? I deserved to wear shorts 103 pounds ago too. So anybody who doesn't agree can off because I am very excited about this non-scale victory in that I feel confident to wear shorts and tank tops and let my flab fly. I am working in an office. I work on the second floor and the stairs at work kill me. When I first started, we just built this building last year. So in the height of my obesity in June of last year, when we moved in, we had to take all of our computers and stuff ourselves. I have an employee who's 23. She's fit. I've talked about her on here before, Amy. She's my um, biggest cheerleader. I love her to death. Um, Amy had to carry everything up. I could not carry any of my stuff up the stairs because I was too winded. I often had to stop. It was 24 steps, you guys. I often had to stop before I got to the top because I could not breathe. Now I run up those stairs 10 times a day and I have no issues. 
and that is huge for me. Um, my foot pain is mostly gone. My plantar fasciitis is gone. I don't put my foot down and immediately have pain anymore. I do still have some knee pains and I do still, you know, get sore and tired feet, but it's not, it's not total hell and it's not totally weight related. You know, it's actually activity related for once. Um, and that's a, that's a really big deal just to not wake up in pain. I know, uh, Gary Cantrell posts about it a lot and I know, uh, Crystal and Vanessa, my good friends have talked about it a lot. Like just to be able to wake up and not hurt just because I woke up is just such an achievement. I still have aches and pains. I'm still a big girl, but I know that I'm working on it and I know that I am in such a better place than I was before. Uh, all of these things have just been small or big changes to my life. And when you add them all together, it's unreal and it's unbelievable. And I, I did this. I made all those changes for myself. And I'm so freaking excited about the opportunities I have this summer and the, the life I can have this summer because I have put all of this investment into myself and because I believe in myself and because... I am proud of myself and because I love myself and I I didn't I wasn't that girl last year. I wasn't that girl 103 pounds ago and I uh, I don't want to lose sight of her again. So I am writing down these these gratitudes. I'm writing down these victories. I'm celebrating who I who I am. I'm celebrating how far I've come. I'm looking to the future and how much further I can go and I'm just really excited. There's a lot of opportunities on the horizon. And I feel good about it. I think that I would like to hear from some of you guys. Um, I would like to challenge you to write down some things that have changed, whether it's small, like putting on a shoe, or whether it's big, like not being afraid to eat a Big Mac. Um, You know, something in your life that has changed because you've made changes. And even on the beginning of your journey, I bet there's things that have changed already. So um, send me a DM on Instagram at M is the biggest loser and let me know what has changed or what you're looking forward to changing on your, uh, your journey here. And, um, for those of you who listened to my podcast yesterday, I talked about yesterday being a big day. Part of it did not happen. So I, uh, am still leaving you in suspense, but I did chop off all my hair yesterday, which is another piece of this list. Um, I wanted to cut my hair for so long and I felt like I couldn't because my face was too fat and I'm obese and I shouldn't have short hair. And society says women should have long hair to be beautiful. And I finally, um, went ahead yesterday and got a pixie cut and I feel great about it. I, I like the way it looks. I like the way it feels. I feel confident. I feel liberated and, um, it's awesome. It's awesome to feel that way. The other part Uh, of my story is yet to come. So stay tuned. Uh, This is not a plea for listeners. I promise there's more, but I, uh, I want to share things as they unravel in my life and keep you guys um, just with me every day, telling you what's going on and telling you where I'm at and and what I'm thinking. And this, uh, this episode was important to me to share all these small little victories that are adding up into an entire new life. So I hope you guys are having a great Thursday. Happy Friday Eve. I hope you're getting your activity in unless it's a rest day like me. And then I hope that you are resting because I'm resting today. I don't care what is green on my Fitbit at the end of the day because I need, I need to rest and I need to keep this ankle from getting too hurt. Um, I'm going to keep working on my stride and I'm just going to rest in ice and 
all that stuff. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Um, if I don't get on here tomorrow, have a great weekend, a great long weekend. Uh, please remember those who served and lost their lives protecting our freedoms. And um, we'll talk soon. Bye.